Look Forward, issue 153, December 2014. RP Fighting Blindness, registered charity number 1153851. Your readers are Jeff Strutt, David Head, Julie Child, and Tom O'Neill. Inside, RP Genome Project, track 1. Legacy Giving, track 2. Sound for Sight, track 3. Oxford Rettle Implant Trial, Track 4 RAG 2015, Track 5 Three Peaks Challenge, Track 6 New RPFB Ambassador, Track 7 RPFB Christmas Draw, Track 8 Leaflet, Legacy Giving, Track 9 A busy end to a great year. This year has seen RP Fighting Blindness go from strength to strength with the organisation bedding in after many changes. Since the last issue of Look Forward, an amazing high-profile fundraiser has taken place, the very successful Sound for Sight, and the RPG Name Project has been officially launched. Read on to find out more. Letter from the Chief Executive, David Head, MBA. Season's greetings, everyone. I often seem to start my introductions to the magazine with It's been a busy time here at RP Fighting Blindness, Struggle as I have done, I haven't found another cliché to use this time. It really has been. Fundraising events, our two patient information days, the start of the RP Genome Project and launch of the 2015 Innovation Award, lots of research news has all been happening. All of these are touched on in this issue. I also attend each of our board's meetings. They get together once every quarter. And in October, I was delighted to see the board approve the appointment of Rachel Stevens as a new trustee. Rachel will be known to many of our readers as her RP story was featured in an earlier issue. And she has also appeared recently on Radio 2 and Radio 4, talking about her sight loss and issues faced by people with RP. I also visited our Northern Ireland group this quarter. It was a pleasure to meet Marion McCabe and her group and to be able to talk about our plans for the future and answer a few questions. We are a disparate community geographically and it's not always possible to link up directly as often as we would like. But we are working towards the same shared objectives, support for people affected and research giving hope for the future. Next year we are delivering more RP seminars and patient information days than ever. We understand how crucial good quality information is to patients. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. Research. RPFB and Fight for Sight unite to drive Inherited Retinal Dystrophy Genome Project. As talked about in previous issues of Look Forward, we are excited to tell readers that the RP Genome Project, as approved by our board for funding in April, was officially launched in November. We are joining forces with Fight for Sight to drive this revolutionary project that will accelerate understanding of the genetic causes of inherited retinal dystrophies, IRD, in UK patients. The RP Genome Project is being collaboratively funded by the two charities to bring together four leading genetic ophthalmology research centres in the UK, University of Leeds and St James's Hospital Leeds, UCL Institute of Ophthalmology and Moorfields Eye Hospital, Manchester Academic Health Science Centre and Manchester Royal Eye Hospital, and University of Oxford and Oxford Eye Hospital. 
The programme is intended to facilitate greater collaboration between the centres and the sharing of patient data, essential in the development of clinical trials and future access to treatments. David Head, our Chief Executive, who has been working on the development of the programme for the last 18 months, commented, It is widely considered frustrating that research teams working on gene hunting projects or teams working on the development of clinical trials have difficulty accessing patient data. We understand there are data protection considerations, but most people would encourage and permit the sharing of their data if they knew it was going to contribute so significantly to the search for a treatment. It is also frustrating that funding for genetic testing is difficult to access in some areas of the UK. We strongly believe working across the four centres to develop a consolidated approach will help with all of this. We will keep you updated as the project progresses. Your old car can fund our research. If you have an old car you no longer need, why not put it to good use? We will collect it from you and either sell it at auction or scrap it and then give the proceeds to RP Fighting Blindness. To find out more, call Give a Car on 0207 736 4242 or you can visit giveacar.co.uk Track 2 Fundraising, securing the future Along with this issue of Look Forward, you'll find our latest legacy leaflet, which launches our newest campaign to encourage our loyal supporters to leave the charity a donation in their will. While we apologise if the distribution of the leaflet reaches you at a difficult time, we have become increasingly aware of the transformational effect that legacies have had on the charity over the years and feel that we need to communicate this to our wider audience. For example, legacies we've received over the last few years have enabled the charity to develop the RPFB website, making information available 24 hours a day to those affected, Produce and distribute thousands of our Living with RP DVDs to newly diagnosed patients and their families. Enable the trustees to approve larger grants that couldn't have been funded previously. For example, the RP Genome Project and the Gene Team Project. While 74% of people support UK charities, only 6% leave a gift to charity in their will. This is why we are asking you to consider leaving us a bequest when the time comes so that you can support the organisation in the future, as you have so passionately in your lifetime. By leaving us a gift in your will, after you have provided for your friends and family, you could change the future for the thousands of people affected by RP. For further information regarding leaving a gift in your will, please contact the RPFP office or get in touch with your solicitor. Advertisement. The Da Vinci HD OCR all-in-one HD video magnifier with text-to-speak. DaVinci is a high-performance desktop video magnifier, CCTV, featuring HD text-to-speak, OCR, and a 3-in-1 camera. With HD, you will experience high-definition colour and contrast, giving you a beautiful, crystal-clear picture and vibrant colours. Experience the joy of reading with our new text-to-speak feature. DaVinci will read any printed text aloud with the push of a button. Pebble HD Pebble HD's small, lightweight design makes it your perfect companion. Carry the pebble in your pocket, handbag or clip it to your belt. Handy and easy to use when you need it. Pebble HD boasts a new HD camera providing a crisp, clear, colourful, high-definition picture. For more information, call 0800 1456 115 
or visit www.enhancedvision.co.uk. This was a paid-for advertisement by Da Vinci. RP Fighting Blindness in the News RP Fighting Blindness has recently enjoyed some great radio coverage on the BBC. The first aired on the 14th of October on BBC Radio 2's The Jeremy Vine Show and the second aired on the 18th of October on BBC Radio 4 on the Today programme. The Jeremy Vine Show looked at the challenges faced by people with a visual impairment and white cane use, as well as touching on RPFB's recent Sound for Sight event, organised by Laura Westcott. Rachel Stevens, RPFB trustee, Joe Churcher, RPFB member, and Laura Westcott were all interviewed by Jeremy. The Today programme saw Rachel Stevens interviewed again with member Joe Rizzo-Naudi discussing RP and white cane use. Appearances in the press such as these are beneficial to us for a number of reasons. The most obvious, of course, being that we want to make sure everyone affected by RP is aware of us and the work we do. Secondly, such coverage can stimulate interest in research on a national level with the general public. Once news stories have been broken about scientific advancements, for example, an appetite for further updates grows, keeping us and our work in mind. Such coverage can also encourage fundraising, with the public sometimes feeling compelled to donate, usually off the back of human interest stories and case study style pieces. If you have the chance to help promote us in the media, perhaps through a local fundraising initiative or similar, please do let us know. Whether it's at a national level, such as the recent BBC radio pieces, or local, we're always keen to get our name out there and are very happy to assist you. We have seen our public profile expand massively over the past few years with media coverage on national television, radio and the internet. We're excited this is gaining pace, but it's easy for us to miss something, particularly in local publications. Do let us know. Track 3 Sound for Sight In October, several members of the team from the RP Fighting Blindness Office went along to the Tabernacle in Notting Hill for what turned out to be a stunning evening of music raising funds for RP research. Sound for Sight is a great concept. The idea is a gig designed to make people think about what it is to experience music without sight. So the audience was asked to wear sight loss simulators and the stage was darkened and the artists were unannounced. And what an amazing show we had. Organised and delivered by Laura Westcott of Soundcheck, the lineup consisted of 20 artists all playing just one song. From opera to folk to rock to soul, we had it all. Laura Westcott quit her role last year as PR manager of The Times to help songwriters and composers all over the world get paid for their music. Since starting the company Soundcheck, she has undertaken much charity work. Laura then took her charity involvement to another level by losing her sight for a week to raise awareness of RP. She decided to partake in this challenge after discovering that her friend, Yvette Chivers, renowned DJ, presenter and founder of Beats Foundation, has the condition. Laura lost her sight over seven days using seven sets of simulation spectacles produced by Optima Low Vision starting with no peripheral vision and culminating in a pinprick of light through a one millimetre diameter hole. Laura was mentored by the chief political correspondent of the Press Association, Joe Churcher, and Denise Lee, 
the headline performer of the London 2012 Paralympic opening ceremony, both RP Fighting Blindness members. One great highlight of the Sound for Sight event was Bryn Turfel singing My Living Would Not Be In Vain. Every act there was fantastic, and the lineup also included Ruth Brown from The Voice, Dan Gillespie of The Feeling, Denise Lee and Patrick Allen of The Drifters. Truth be told, we would have happily listened to a full set from any of the performers, all were brilliant. Our host for the night was the BBC's Jeremy Vine, who did a great job and has been supportive of our work for several years now. The combination of a charity evening, wonderful talent and a great venue meant a fantastic atmosphere and it was a privilege to be part of it. What is very exciting is that Laura, having arranged this fundraiser for us at short notice, is keen to talk about doing it again next year. It could even become an annual event to tie in with World Sight Day. And just imagine what we might be able to create with a year to plan each time. Watch this space. Should you get a chance to buy tickets for next year's event, make sure you take them up. Who knows who might appear unannounced next time. You can listen to Insight Radio's one-hour podcast featuring highlights from the Sound for Sight concert and Laura's audio diary by visiting http colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash sound for sight podcast. Visualise training and consultancy. Official business launch event supporting RP fighting blindness. Cardiff-based visual training and consultancy held a dining-in-the-dark experience as part of its business launch, sponsored by Specsavers Cardiff, AAY Photography and the Deck Coffee House. Funds raised during the event were donated to RP Fighting Blindness. Live music, great food and champagne all contributed to a successful and busy night. Visualised Training and Consultancy provides training and consultancy services to businesses across the UK to help them improve their knowledge and understanding of their customers with a visual impairment. It aims to improve an organisation's awareness, knowledge and confidence when dealing with those visually impaired. It delivers accredited training, premises accessibility checks and a mystery shopper service provided by visually impaired shoppers. The company was created earlier this year by Managing Director Daniel Williams, himself visually impaired and an RP patient, after he noticed a lack of public awareness towards people with a visual impairment. From Daniel's experience and research, he found many people were unsure how to correctly assist a person with a visual impairment or were unsure how to communicate effectively with visually impaired people. The launch of visual training and consultancy is a culmination of much hard work and determination. We'd like to thank Daniel for thinking of us when he held his official business launch and wish him the very best for the future. You can visit the website of Visualised Training and Consultancy at http colon forward slash forward slash www.visualisedtrainingandconsultancy.co.uk with Visualised Training and Consultancy, all one word. Track 4 Research New Electronic Retinal Implant Trial at Oxford Professor Robert McLaren and his team Oxford contacted us recently to help them recruit RP patients for a second electronic retinal implant trial that will be starting soon at the Oxford Eye Hospital. 
The implant is a second generation of the subretinal implant manufactured by Retinal Implant AG, which was used in the first trial in Oxford. The process is still in the early stages and the team is still identifying a group of potential participants who can be invited for all the screening tests. There are a number of specific inclusion and exclusion criteria to help select participants most likely to benefit from the implant, but the main ones are number one, aged 18 to 75 years old, number two, good general health, number three, no light perception in at least one eye or vague or non-useful light perception due to retinitis pigmentosa. Number four, previously good vision in that eye for at least 12 years and no other pathology in that eye. Number five, motivated with a genuine interest in being a co-researcher with their team. In order to visit the research clinic in Oxford, the team need a GP referral letter to the Oxford Eye Hospital to see Professor McLaren. These letters should be posted or faxed to Mrs Jill Hudson, Secretary to Professor Robert McLaren, Oxford Eye Hospital, Level LG1, John Radcliffe Hospital, Headley Way, Oxford, OX39DU. Letters can also be faxed on 01865 234 515. The GP letter should include as much information as possible, for example, patient contact details, including telephone number, a brief summary of the ophthalmic history, visual acuity, general medical health and any regular medications. Anyone wishing to make further inquiries is welcome to contact Tom Edwards, Professor McLaren's Clinical Research Fellow, on bionic at eye.ox.ac.uk. August 2 update. NHS England confirms it is considering commissioning through evaluation of the bionic eye treatment for blindness caused by RP. The prospect of NHS funding in England of Second Sight's medical products, Argus II retinal prosthesis system, has come closer as NHS England confirms that following consideration by the Rare Diseases Advisory Group, RDAG, it is exploring the inclusion of Argus II in its commissioning through evaluation scheme. The RDAG recommendation is being considered by NHS England Clinical Priorities Advisory Group, CPAG, subject to ratification of the RDAG recommendations to fund the treatment. CPAG will prepare a proposal that the NHS will pay for a limited number of retinitis pigmentosa patients with profound visual impairment to receive the groundbreaking implant, which restores some functional vision. Argus II has been under consideration by the NHS since the end of 2010. In September 2013, Second Sight announced that the NHS Prescribed Specialised Services Advisory Group PSSAG was considering the reimbursement status of Argus II. PSSAG advises the UK government whether to include the treatments in the list of specialised services. This recommendation was positive and accepted by the government. David Head, our Chief Executive, commented, Our view is that the Argus II device is reliable, safe and works well to restore some functional vision to patients who otherwise have no hope of treatment. Therefore, it should be ready available as a treatment option on the NHS. Leading European counterparts have endorsed reimbursement schemes enabling treatment with Second Sight's retinal implant for eligible blind people, and NHS England appears to have lagged behind its European peers in adopting this technology. OcuStim system. 
the OcuStim Transcorneal Electrical Stimulation, or TES, system, developed by OcuVision, is a device that delivers weak electrical impulses to the retina to treat adults with early to late stage retinitis pigmentosa. According to the company, the painless electronic stimulus offers the chance to positively affect the course of the disease and help preserve eyesight. The OcuStim system comprises a stimulation device and electrodes, called OcuEL, that are kept in place by a frame, called OcuSpecs. The OcuEL silver-coated electrode consists of two fine threads, which are laid on the surface of the eye, below the pupil during treatment, and is a single-use product. OcuStim is equipped with an audio output, so that patients with advanced RP can operate the device. The company also states that the clip-on electrode can be used by people who are visually impaired. The therapy is done once a week for 30 minutes. OcuStim is CE marked in 2010 and currently in research use in the UK. The company anticipate launch for the private sector within six months and NHS clinical use shortly afterwards. Transcorneal electrical stimulation, or TES, of the retina has been shown in research to be a possible therapeutic option for RP to improve retinal cell viability. The effect of TES is attributed to the activation of several neuroprotective systems and factors. According to the company, TES can help to reduce the degeneration of photoreceptor cells and prolong vision in adults with RP. If the long-term clinical effectiveness can be demonstrated, OcuStim has the potential to offer a new treatment option for patients with RP. Andrew Lotary, Professor of Ophthalmology at Southampton University, commented, At present, the usefulness of the device is not proven, and rigorous clinical trials will be needed to assess its validity. So at this stage, it can only be considered as a technology requiring further assessment for RP, rather than a proven treatment. News. RP Patient Information Day success. In October, we ran two RP Patient Information Days, one in Birmingham and one in Southampton. These days proved to be a huge success, with around 250 people attending in total. Sponsored by Second Sight, these days informed attendees about the latest developments in RP research, as well as giving the audience a chance to ask their own questions and mingle with the scientists who spoke at the event. Bringing together patients, clinicians, medical experts and relevant speakers, the Patient Information Days run in different locations across the country so as to reach as many people as possible. These events have proved to be very popular and are a key part of our information and support service, making sure that patients get good quality information about RP and RP research from top clinicians and researchers. Our Southampton event was hosted by Professor Andrew Lotary and featured presentations from Professor Robert McLaren, Professor Andrew Webster and Yvonne Luo, as well as staff from the office, RPFB's Chairman Don Grocott and trustees Stephen Jones, Elizabeth Graham and Colin MacArthur were also in attendance. The Birmingham event saw Professor Paolo Stanger and Janet Crooks, RPFB trustee, acting as hosts and they introduced presentations which included subjects such as genetic counselling, genetic testing, advances in retinal implant technology and developments in stem cell therapy. In addition, patient speaker Kim O'Shea spoke of her own experience as a member of the Retinal Chip Clinical Trial taking place at Moorfields Eye Hospital. 
We will be confirming the locations and dates of the 2000 Patient Information Day shortly and will announce these in future editions of Look Forward. RPFB's Second Innovation Award Following the success of the 2013 RP Innovation Award, which led to the charity funding Professor Laco's important stem cell work at Newcastle University, a call was made in September for applications for our second such award to be approved in 2015. Researchers were able to request funding of up to £150,000 over up to three years, and the criteria for the grant meant that applications had to be innovative and were encouraged to be collaborative. It is the aspiration of RP Fighting Blindness to not only progress research along established threads, but to stimulate new thinking, encourage innovative approaches and nurture ideas. So-called seed funding can allow a scientist a little freedom from the constraints of mainstream funding. By making a specific grant available to a scientist or a collaborative group with a new idea to develop, we can create the opportunity for that idea to become reality and for innovative thinking to be tested. The call has now been closed and the applications for the funding are currently being considered. We look forward to announcing the successful applications in due course. David Head, our Chief Executive, said, We should not shy away from innovative work and ideas, even if there are risks involved. After all, some of the best ideas in science have emerged from left field sometimes. With this grant award, we have the opportunity to look at some exciting ideas and perhaps turn one of them into reality. Track 5 Events The Retinal Awareness Group, RAG the Retinal Awareness Group is holding its annual Blackpool weekend conference at the Carousel Hotel across the 17th to the 19th of April 2015. The RAG Social and Activity Weekend regularly attracts over 100 attendees, some excellent medical speakers and a wide range of activities. RAG also aims to provide information and advice about living with RP, Usher Syndrome and many others. Anyone affected by RP and their family is welcome. The costs per person are as follows. Option 1. Arrive Friday the 17th of April afternoon and depart Sunday the 19th of April after lunch. This includes all RAG sessions, Friday dinner and entertainment, two nights bed and breakfast, Saturday dinner and entertainment, tea and coffee during breaks and Sunday lunch. A single room costs £165. Sharing a double room is £155 per person. Sharing a twin room is £155 per person. And sole use of a double room is £175. A £50 deposit will secure a room, non-refundable. Option 2. Arrive Saturday 18th of April after lunch. Departing Sunday 19th of April after lunch. This includes all RAG sessions, one night bed and breakfast, Saturday dinner and entertainment, tea and coffee during breaks and Sunday lunch. A single room is £95. Sharing a double room is £90 per person. Sharing a twin room is £90 per person or sole use of a double room is £100. A £50 deposit will also secure this room, non-refundable. Option 3. Attendance at Saturday medical research presentations only, plus tea and coffee for £20. To book, contact the Carousel Hotel directly on 01253 402 642, quoting either option 1 or 2. Option 3 places are very limited due to the amount of space available. 
A full programme of speakers and activities will be listed online once confirmed and published in future editions of Look Forward. Should you have any queries, please contact Head Office on 01280 Track 6 The Three Peaks Challenge 2015 Would you like to take part in an amazing challenge and help raise money for RPFB at the same time? The Three Peaks Challenge will run from 20th of July to 25th July inclusive and take in Mount Snowdon, Scarfell Pike and the mighty Ben Nevis. As the three highest peaks in England, Wales and Scotland, this represents an exciting challenge to both visually impaired and fully sighted participants alike. The total distance walked will be an estimated 26 miles, with a total ascent of 9,800 feet. We are looking for 40 people to join us on the challenge, with a mixture of visually impaired and fully sighted participants. The fundraising target is very achievable at £1,300, which must be paid by the end of 2015. A £100 registration fee is also payable, which is separate from the sponsorship. Those who have taken part in previous RP Fighting Blindness fundraising challenges and have raised their full sponsorship targets in the past are not required to pay the £100 registration fee. These previous challenges include London Marathons, the Sahara Trek 2009, Namibia 2010, Iceland 2011, Coast to Coast 2012, the Tandem Challenge 2013 and the Sahara Trek 2014. Hotel accommodation, coach transport and all meals except evening meals will be included in the registration fee and sponsorship payment. Breakfast and packed lunch will be provided. Rooms will be twin or double if appropriate. We would encourage people to sign up in pairs due to this, but we are happy to team people up for accommodation purposes. Accompanying the party on the challenge will be David Head, RP Fighting Blindness's Chief Executive, a doctor and an experienced expedition leader. Added to these will be a local guide at each site for maximum safety. For full details about this exciting challenge, visit the RP Fighting Blindness website or call Michelle Carter at Head Office on 01280-821-334. Fundraising. Run for us. Raise money for our work while having a great time by running for RP Fighting Blindness. If you enjoy running and competing in running races, why not combine your passion with supporting RP Fighting Blindness? Join Team RP today. Sign up to Team RP and raise much-needed funds for continued research into finding a treatment. Many of our runners compete for us year after year across different events, testament to the fun and sense of achievement they feel when running for us. Whether you want to run solo, with a sighted guide, have RP yourself or are affected by a family member with a condition, there are a number of different events open to you. Registrations are open for lots of different events in 2015, including the Silverstone Half Marathon and the Booper London 10k. Further information about the different running events you can get involved in is on our website. Please call Michelle or Karen at the office on 01280 821 334 for further information or email Michelle at michelle at rpfightingblindness.org.uk Fundraise while skydiving Would you like to help fundraise for us whilst having an amazing time for free? Skydiving is an exhilarating experience and you can do this while supporting our cause. What does the jump involve? Technically, the jump is called a tandem skydive 
It is a skydive because you will be free-falling through air, without the parachute deployed, for several thousand feet. It is tandem because you will be harnessed to a professional parachute instructor at all times throughout the descent. This is the only way you can jump from such an altitude without spending thousands of pounds becoming a free-fall parachutist. What must I do to qualify for a free jump? All you have to do is raise £395, or more, for RP Fighting Blindness by asking your friends and colleagues to sponsor you using our specially designed sponsorship forms, which you will find at the back of an information pack which you can request from head office. Please do not be put off by this amount. If you ask everybody you know to sponsor you, you will find it quite easy to raise the minimum £395 sponsorship. And remember, every penny you raise over the minimum will be further contributing to RP Fighting Blindness and giving you the chance to make an exhilarating freefall parachute jump for free. What do I do next? You can book your jump or find out more by visiting www.skylineparachuting.co.uk. A tandem parachute jump is suitable for sighted, visually impaired and blind people alike. If you want to know more or have any questions, feel free to contact head office. You can email Michelle Carter at michelle at rpfightingblindness.org.uk or feel free to call the office on 01280 821 334 if you want to discuss any aspects of this exciting fundraising activity. Article Chris Goodwin, Triathlon Champion with RP by Keith Hatter, member of Hans and Bark's local group. When I congratulated athlete Chris Goodwin on winning a medal, he replied, which one? This was an impressive answer for anyone, but for Hampshire County Council IT project manager and regular participant in RPFB tin collections even more so, as Chris is severely sight impaired due to RP. To find out how he competes in his event, Paratriathlon, in which he became European champion in June 2014 and is currently ranked fourth in the world, I interviewed him. How are you guided when taking part? There are three sections. Swimming for 750 metres, 30 lengths. Cycling over 20 kilometres and running a distance of 5 kilometres. The same guide accompanies me throughout each one. The guide must be a faster athlete than I am because if he is competing at his limit, he is concentrating fully on doing so and cannot pay attention to me. When swimming, the guide and I are tethered together by an elastic cord about a metre in length. One end is tied around my knee and the other end around the guide's knee. I swim so that the elastic remains at the correct tension. If it becomes slack, I know that I'm getting too close to the guide and if it becomes too tight, then I am moving too far from him. Cycling, you will not be surprised to learn, is on a tandem with me on the back, of course although I have been asked in the past whether I ride on the back or front. The nature of a tandem means that both riders contribute to its propulsion, and so this section is a joint effort, and therefore my position is influenced by the guide's ability. For running, we are linked by a rope about 50 centimetres long with a loop at each end. We hold the loops around our hands and fingers rather like the handles of a bag. How often do you train and how do you access training facilities? I train six days a week throughout the year. Three times a week I train at Winchester College Pool. I also train at the Keys in Southampton with the Southampton Triathlon Club. When training I do not have a guide but I can see the dark lines on the bottom of the pool. For cycling I have a turbo trainer which is a static cycling machine mounted on an A-frame in my garage. 
I run at the Winchester track at Bar End with students from Winchester College, acting as guides. Also, I train on a treadmill at Bitten Leisure Centre in Southampton, where the device has tactile controls, enabling me to regulate my rate of working. How did you start your athletics career? I used to train with the Southampton Triathlon Club, but could not take part in competitions. In 2008, Viper, an organisation to support visually impaired athletes, was set up by Mark Stride, who obtained enough tandems and other equipment for about 10 visually impaired triathletes. How do you sum up your achievements so far and what is next? What an incredible year. Two duathlons, seven triathlons, racing in five countries, one time ranked number one in the world, a disqualification, reclassification and the chance to do it with a bunch of fun people. What a privilege it is to ride this roller coaster. We're sure that all the readers of Look Forward will want to join us in wishing Chris good luck for his future events. News. Lincoln Freemasons Fundraising. John Bagshaw, a long-time RP Fighting Blindness Community fundraiser, was recently presented with a cheque from the Worshipful Master of Excalibur Lodge of Freemasons in Lincoln, with the funds raised from their race night on behalf of RP Fighting Blindness. We'd like to thank everyone who took part and thank the Freemasons of Lincoln for their support. It is very much appreciated. Carrots Night Walk 2014 RP Fighting Blindness once again joined Fight for Sight on the Carrots Night Walk in September. We'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who helped make the Carrots Night Walk in London on Friday the 19th of September and in Birmingham on Friday the 26th of September such a success. The Carrots Night Walk is always a fantastic event, whichever city you choose to do it in, and this year's was no different. With walkers in two cities, we had two wonderful nights with RPFB well represented. If you're interested in joining future Carrot Night Walk events, or you would like to know more about how you can take part in other fundraisers, please visit the RPFB website or contact head office on 01280 821 334 and either ask for Michelle or Karen. Track 7. RP Fighting Blindness welcomes London Entrepreneur as Ambassador. We are pleased to announce we have welcomed Seema Flower as an ambassador for our work, as the charity steps up its communications, outreach and fundraising plans for 2015. Seema, who has RP herself, founded and runs the award-winning Oxford Street hairdressing salon, Colour Nation. David Head, our Chief Executive, commented... Seema is worldly wise, with experience of success and difficulties in the commercial world, alongside experience overcoming the barriers and stigmas that attach to a disability. She is well placed to represent us and understands well the need for both our support services and the hope that comes from a successful medical research programme. I'm really honoured to become an ambassador for RP Fighting Blindness, said Seema. This will give me the opportunity to fundraise and make a contribution to finding a cure for improving vision and preventing sight loss. I am thrilled to be in a position where I can raise awareness for people in a similar situation. RP Fighting Blindness hopes that by talking about her experiences of life with sight loss and about the charity's support services and research programme, Seema will encourage more people with RP to join the charity and act as an inspiration to those with RP and supporters. The charity has grown exponentially in recent years 
and grateful to Seema for volunteering her valuable time and experience to help represent the organisation as it expands, covering more remits than ever before. Track 8 Fundraising Christmas Prize Draw Time is running out to purchase your tickets for the RP Fighting Blindness Christmas Prize Draw. You should already have been sent a book of tickets for purchasing in the summer edition of Look Forward. If you don't wish to purchase them yourself, please do consider selling them to friends or family or returning them to head office. Be fast though, we're drawing the tickets on the 15th of December. Prizes available are First prize, £200 of high street vouchers, as chosen by the winning ticket holder. Second prize, £100 of high street vouchers, as chosen by the winning ticket holder. And the third prize, £50 of high street vouchers, as chosen by the winning ticket holder, plus other great prizes. The RP Fighting Blindness annual prize draw is always a popular event, and we hope these Christmas prizes will help jolly along a few people's festive seasons. We wish everyone luck and look forward to contacting the lucky winners. If you're purchasing tickets, please make cheques payable to RP Fighting Blindness and post payment and counterfoils to RP Fighting Blindness, PO Box 350, Buckingham, MK18, 1GZ. The draw will be made at head office on the 15th of December 2014. All ticket counterfoils must be returned by the 12th of December 2014. RP Fighting Blindness funds medical research into retinitis pigmentosa and also offers a range of information and support services to patients and their families. The charity can be contacted at PO Box 350, Buckingham, MK181GZ or email info at rpfightingblindness.org.uk The office can be contacted on 01280 821334 and the helpline on 0845 123-2354. You can search for RP Fighting Blindness on Facebook to find our main page and various other groups and follow us on Twitter on at RP Fighting Blind for the latest updates and news about the charity. Track 9 Leaflet Insert Securing the Future Please consider making a donation to us in your will. Together we can offer hope. More than 25,000 people in the UK are affected by retinitis pigmentosa, a degenerative group of diseases affecting the retina which leads to loss of sight and often blindness. Because of the genetic nature of the condition, often whole families are affected and the sight loss passing from generation to generation. Since RP Fighting Blindness was founded in 1976, our medical research programme and information and support provision has come a long way. However, there is still work to do. A viable treatment or cure remains elusive and, due to developments in diagnostic techniques, we have increasing numbers of people needing our support services. This is where you come in. By leaving us a donation in your will, however small, you could change the future for thousands of families affected. With your help, we can continue to fund research and find a treatment or cure. With your help, we can support the increasing numbers of people who need our services. There are three different types of legacies you could leave us once you provided for your friends and family. A share in your estate, residuary. A residuary gift is a percentage of the remainder of your estate once other gifts and expenses have been settled. A sum of money, pecuniary. This is a specified cash sum. Due to inflation, the value of this legacy erodes over time. You may want to speak to your solicitor about index linking this type of gift. A specific legacy. 
you may wish to leave us a non-cash gift such as property, stocks and shares or a personal item. Why is making a will so important? It gives the opportunity for you to ensure your family and friends are looked after financially and your wishes respected. Making a will and leaving a gift to a charity can reduce the inheritance tax to your beneficiaries. Without a will, the administration of your estate can be much more complex, causing distress to your loved ones at a difficult time. How legacies have made a difference? Since our inception in 1976, the charity has been fortunate enough to be named as a beneficiary in bequests from many long-standing members and supporters. These legacies have enabled the trustees to increase the amount of research funding and approved projects they could only have dreamt of beforehand, provided the charity with an information film for newly diagnosed patients, telling more about the condition and support available, given the charity the opportunity to create a website, meaning anyone affected by RP can access information at the touch of a button any time of day, and made it possible for us to embed outreach activity as a permanent strand of our work. Why I'm making a donation in my will? Colin Bennett, long-standing RP Fighting Blindness supporter, has left a gift to the charity in his will. As Colin explains, I was diagnosed with Usher Syndrome Type 2 at the age of 48 and joined the charity soon after. When it came to making a will, I knew I wanted to leave something to the charity. It provides such a support for those affected by RP, myself included, and so it seemed logical for me to repay that. In addition, I believe the continuing research advocated and funded by RP Fighting Blindness will be accelerating leading to an eventual cure. Although I'm not likely to be here in person to see that development come about, it's gratifying for me to know I will have helped contribute. Our hope for the future. Richard Eccleston's son, Ronnie, was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa at the age of three. As he says, at this point we knew nothing of RP. There has been no known history of it in either of our families and we weren't given any information from the hospital other than the brief conversation with the consultant. The outlook was very bleak and we had no idea how Ronnie's life would be affected. Very worried and feeling helpless, we searched the internet for any information and found the charity's website. As soon as we started reading the pages, we started to feel a glimmer of hope. We long for the news that a cure has been found to treat all strains of RP and that a treatment is widely available. As the charity invests so much in research, anyone leaving a legacy to RP fighting blindness can rest in peace knowing that they could be the ones that make that difference to the world of sight and enable Ronnie to see again. For that, my wife Miranda and I would be eternally grateful. If you are interested in helping RP Fighting Blindness by leaving a gift in your will, please contact Head Office on 01280 821334 and ask for either Hannah Hickman or Julie Child. <laughs>